Aloha, this is your mean squirrel, here with a quick disclaimer. This podcast contains explicit content and parental discretion is advised. So no bitching if you fucking get offended by anything. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is your squirrel wrangler. Y'all all know my voice by now. Um, I'm doing this by myself because I felt that I needed to say something. Um, this is having to do with basically 2020 so far. Um, it's been a roller coaster of a shit show. And uh, yes, Ma Petite, yes, I know. You, you, you want to talk on the microphone with everybody. Um, yeah, it's been a roller coaster of a shit show. And I, I will, as always, attempt to remain unpolitical. Uh, I'm not absolutely certain that I will succeed in that. I've wanted to be recording something along these lines for a while now, but it's just gotten to the boiling point where I feel it's kind of my responsibility in my position, given my surroundings, given what I do for a job, given where I live, um, what's going on around me, that with me having this voice in a podcast, I have to say something. And uh, so I guess we start with late January. The first case of COVID-19. Now, y'all have all heard, you know, your bratty squirrel has, through the course of the past year, discussed her disabilities, discussed the fact that she deals with anxiety, dis, um, that she deals with depression, um, and she's disabled, she's stuck at home. And when you're stuck at home, you basically have a lot of time on your hands. And she was well aware of COVID-19 before or anybody made a big deal of it in mainland America. And when it be started looking serious, she basically decided and took it upon herself to remain at home because her, you know, multiple different reasons on top of, you know, safety, social distancing and everything like that. Anxiety got the better of her. She hasn't been able to leave the house in, fuck, four months now. Four months. I don't know if anybody knows what it's like to stay home for four months. And I'm not talking stay home except for necessary outings. She doesn't have those. I go grocery shopping because I need to make sure that she has food. I'm not going to force her, nor can I force her and remain a healthy person for her to live with, to leave the house until she feels that she can make herself do it. 
And that being the case, I go grocery shopping for her. And every time that I leave the house, I come home and I sanitize myself from head to toe. I take a shower. I throw the clothes that I was wearing into the washer. I do loads of laundry. I wear gloves and a mask when I'm outside because I know that I really suck at lying. So if I don't do those things, I feel like I am not protecting her because she is immune compromised because of diabetes, fibromyalgia, and multiple other issues that she has, high blood pressure, everything. These things make her immune compromised. So it would be very easy for me to bring this shit home and where I might survive it, she stands a good chance of not surviving it. So it's a serious fucking issue. So when I saw all these people starting to do the protest to open it up, open this back up, open it back up, I get it. I understand people when they're tired of being home. But you haven't been home. You can still shop online. You can still shop in a grocery store. You can still go to Walmart and buy your damn clothes and your cheap-ass fucking shoes. You can still go to places where you can be around social people. You can still see people and even maintain safety and have social interaction with people when you're six feet away and talking to them. You still have more than she does. And you fight to open this country up while there were still 2,000 people a day dying. And, okay, fine. Everybody wants a conspiracy. Everybody's saying, oh, they're not counting. They're counting everything as a corona death. You're not hearing about any of it. All the other deaths are still happening. They're still counting them as that. It's just that they always do. You don't hear about the 5,000 deaths a day that happen from heart attack or cancer or or a, a brain hemorrhage or a car accident. You don't have to hear about those every day because they happen every day. You don't need to report about something that happens every day. It's not news. This, where we now are at more than 104,000 people dead in America... On the soil that you're sitting on most likely right now. Or if you're not in this country, then, you know, lucky you, at least you have medical care. But more than 100,000 people in this nation dead. More than a million caught this. Yes. Most of those people recovered. Something like 98 or 99% of those people recovered. Okay. And that's 104,000 people dead. This country flipped out and went to war when they hit the, the World Trade Center. What was it? 4,000 people? 4,000. People are sitting there saying, oh, well, the flu killed blah, blah, blah number of people. No, the flu killed approximately 38 to 45,000 people last year the whole year in America 38 to 45,000 people this killed 104,000 people between the end of January 
and where we're at right now, the beginning of June. So February, March, April, May, four months. 104,000 people. Please keep that in mind. Think about that. Understand that. And understand why people that suffer with anxiety and depression and, and, and have immune compromised systems can't go outside. And then when those people that they live with have to go outside, they have to go grocery shopping. They have to go get the things that people need, their prescriptions and things like that. They have to go get those things. So when they see people going out there to play soccer and go exercise and things like that, it pisses them the fuck off because they want to go out there and do those things. They want to have the social interaction that they used to. But they have to take care of the people that they love. And that's me. I go out there and I'm pissed off every fucking day. Seeing the people that are going out there not giving a goddamn shit about the people around them. If you don't like my opinion, well, fuck you too. Now, I, I think it was two weeks ago now, cop murdered a guy. And I say murder because it was fucking murder. This Third-degree murder bullshit. That's accidentally killing somebody with no idea that it would possibly cause him bodily injury. He was on his neck for, I'm getting different stories, either seven or nine minutes. Even if it was five minutes, being on somebody's neck. Do you understand how difficult that is? I want somebody that's listening to this to stand up right now. And do the Captain Morgan pose. Put your leg on a chair. Put your foot on a chair. And stand there for five minutes. Don't move. Tell me how hard that shit is. You don't do that without making a conscious decision to do that. It's not possible. And now there's a second autopsy out there that the family wanted a second opinion. And I don't blame them for that. Because when you're putting your knee on somebody's throat, the anxiety, the stress, the upraised heartbeat, the elevated heartbeat is going to exacerbate, even if it is from pre-existing conditions, it's going to exacerbate those conditions. And if you're not paying attention to the fact that the person is wheezing, that they're calling for help, yes, if you can speak, you can breathe. Fuck you. Do you understand what limited breath is? Have you ever had a broken rib? I have. And let me tell you, for an entire month, I felt like I was short of breath because I couldn't take in a full breath. Now, I can only imagine what it's like when my throat is constricted. And all I'm getting is a just enough fucking breath to be able to say, I can't breathe. Or call for my mom that this guy was doing. So you know what? When I see the protests out there right now, I get it. And yes, black lives matter, all lives matter, but you can't say that all lives matter without also saying the black lives matter because black lives matter does not mean that all lives don't matter. 
Black Lives Matter is a movement that is entirely dedicated to bringing forward the concept that there is systemic racism in our government, that there's systemic racism in our law enforcement. It's true. Look up the statistics. There was an entire study that was submitted to, um, oh God, NATO, that detailed the prison system in America and the number of people that are of, of one race or another race and the fact that it's way more prevalent to be something other than white in prison. And it's not that these people are being charged with less, uh, less crimes or more crimes or different crimes. White people were committing the crimes at the same fucking rate. Just that instead of getting prison time, they were getting probation or just being let off or just being proven not guilty because they had a better lawyer. Because a white person is more trusting, trusted. So there is an issue with that. So that is why there is a black lives matter. It's not because all lives don't matter. So don't let the racist fuckers out there that are using that as their mantra that all lives matter. Because yes, it does. It is absolutely true that all lives matter because life is precious. Love it. Live it. Love those around you. Care for those around you. Life is precious and all life does matter. But Black Lives Matter is not a movement that excludes all lives matter. It includes it. It brings to brings to attention the concept that some lives are being treated less than equal. And that is why they're out there protesting. Now, the violence, the looting, the sheer, sheer stupidity of it. And I want to say that violence never solves anything. And I, and, and I would love to say that because I'm not a violent person. I am a pacifist. Unless you directly threaten me, I will not raise a finger to harm a fly. I never will. But that being said, and it's been pointed out to me, if you look at the history, you know, we didn't like taxation without representation, Boston Tea Party. We didn't like being under the iron thumb rule of England. We fucking fought a war and got our independence. Slavery. The South wanted their independence. I don't care what you say the war was fought over. I say it was fought over slavery. You say it was fought because people wanted the right to choose what happened with their land and how they ran it or whatever. I don't care what you said that the war was fought over. I say slavery. No matter what it was fought over. The end result was one group wanted one thing. Another group wanted another thing. A war was fought. Thousands died. And that's what, what made a change happen. So yes, repeatedly throughout our nation's history, violence has solved an issue. It has ended a turmoil. It has made a change. Equally so. Negotiation. Diplomacy. Discussion. 
acceptance, compromise. These things have also solved problems throughout history in our, in our country. So where I recognize that violence is sometimes needed, please publicly. You cannot do this privately. You can't do it behind closed doors. You need to do it publicly. Publicly be seen trying to bring about peace, trying to be accepting. Don't make demands. You can't say, I will do this or nothing. Because that's not the way it works. That's not the way compromise works. Compromise means that both parties come to the table and nobody leaves completely happy, but something is better. And then you work on another compromise to make something else better. Then you work on another one until finally you have a world where everybody can be mostly happy. You're never going to have perfect. You're never going to keep everybody happy. But you know what? You've got to work at it. And violence is not the way that gets done. Now, I understand the anger. I understand how pissed off people are. The murder of this man was not the first straw. It was the last. There is a reason why Rodney King, it was riots in one city. And this one is riots across the world. This is protests across the world. This isn't even limited to America anymore. This is a guy that got killed in America by unfair treatment by a cop, and it was a murder. No questions asked. Everybody understands it's a murder, even though they're trying to get him off with a lesser fucking rap. So much so that there's people protesting in Germany, in England, there's people protesting across the world. There's displays dedicated to this poor man and his family in other countries around the world. You have support. You have the world standing behind you. You just have to get your government to stop sticking that fucking money bullshit up their ass and kissing rich people's ass and do something for you. So you want to make a change? Vote. Every last one of those people that are out there. Last time, I, two or three days ago, I heard one, one report said that there was something along the lines of 2,000 people on the street protesting. If every last one of them isn't registered to vote, why the fuck are you protesting? If you're not out there trying to actively make a change, actually take advantage of the things that this country gives you and makes it so that you can make a change in the government, in the base of the government, and make it change for you, what are you protesting for? If you want to change, make that change happen. Now, and again, I get the anger. I get the violence. I even understand the violence. I get it. You've got 2,000 people in a group and if one person says something that's a little too aggressive and one person reacts, I get it. I've seen fights break out. I understand how they work. It takes one person being just a little too aggressive and then the other person just overreacts. And then there's a fight. And when you're talking about a group of two, 300 people, that spreads like fire. So you want to punish somebody for the violence. You want to punish somebody for the looting. You want to punish somebody for the breaking in, the theft, and everything like that. Don't punish the mob that followed. 
Stop them if you can, yes. Do so safely without the loss of life. But go after the people that started it. Find out where the real issue is. Because if you look at the businesses that are getting hit, it's small businesses, it's Target. Target has stood up for the freedom and equality of people across the damn nation every single time. They have people protesting them and threatening to to boycott them because they want to have gender-neutral bathrooms. They want to let people go in based on the gender that they are, not the, the gender that they're born. They have stood for equality forever in the face of everybody. And people are looting Target. The people in your neighborhoods that you're protesting through, the ones that own the small businesses, the ones that are struggling just to stay open in the face of fucked up companies like Walmart that are the biggest social welfare drain on this damn country. They're barely staying afloat because of companies like that. And you're breaking in and looting them? If you're going to go after a target, fucking go after a target that matters. Hit the money where the money's at, not where it isn't. Don't go after the neighborhoods that are struggling. Go after the fucking big businesses that are that are shitting in your face. Now, I'm never going to advocate for violence, but if you're going to do it, do it right. And don't do it until you've tried everything else. And I get it. You feel like you have. You feel like you've tried everything else. But you know what? Here I am talking. I'm talking. I'm out there talking about the things that are affecting me. I drive a bus in, in Las Vegas. And last night... There were multiple shootings where cops were shot. One of them, execution style, through the head. Was this cop ever a bad cop? Did this cop do anything to you? No, I admit it. I get nervous around cops. Whenever I'm around a fucking cop, I'm always looking over my shoulder and I don't do anything wrong. I don't steal. I don't rob. I don't rape. I don't any of those fucking things. I don't do any of the things that would get me in trouble with the cops. I don't even do shit that's legal recreationally here because of my job. I don't even do some of the things that cop wouldn't even look twice at you for. And when I'm around a cop, I get fucking nervous. I get it. They're an authority figure. They're intimidating. They're intimidating because they're walking around with that big-ass gun and a fucking walkie-talkie and a badge and a baton on their shoulder and a a pepper spray they're intimidating I get it but they're not all bad this guy that did this murder and the cops that were with him that let him that didn't step up and knock him the fuck off of him they were bad they deserve whatever the hell they get coming to him and then some But the cop that got shot last night in Vegas? Man. Come on now. They got a family. And yeah, I get it. They know what they signed up for. They signed up knowing that they're a cop and they might not come home one night. 
But if he wasn't a bad cop, if this cop didn't have a history of being a fuck up, you just shot down a good man. So if you're going to be violent, do it right. Do it for a reason. But before you're violent, make sure you have a reason to be violent. Make sure there is nothing else you can do. Because right now, there's a whole bunch of Republicans that have stopped the stimulus check that's going to get me the fuck out of the hole. Because this shit has affected me. I've lost hours. I've lost pay. I've had to buy extra shit, sanitizer, sprays, gloves. This has hit me in the pocketbook. But you got a bunch of fucking Republicans out there that want to want to make sure that there's tax cuts for the rich and they don't have to give anything extra. But, the, you know, the poor guys like me, we're fucked. That's right, my petite. So when you look at the things that are going on around you, and I, I beg you, please, please, before you resort to violence... Think twice. Is it going to solve anything? Is the person you are going to commit violence against really a person that deserves it? Is the business that you're going to break the window of one that has held you down? Is the wall that you're going to spray paint on a business or something that actually has an influence on what you're protesting against? If the answers are no and you haven't tried everything else, if there's still a vote that you can cast someplace to get the right person in office that's going to make a change for you, then do it. Get out there and make the change for yourself, for your nation, for your people, for everyone around you because all lives do matter. Your life matters. Cops' lives matter. Black lives matter. So no, I will never take away anything from the Black Lives Matter movement because, God damn it, they're getting fucked. I understand what racism feels like, and I understand that that's a weird thing to say for a cracker-ass white boy. But you know what? I lived in Hawaii, and I don't know if anybody has ever heard the term Howley. It's the equivalent of the N-word here. I'm not allowed to say that word because I'm a Howley. But I lived in Hawaii for 11 years, and when I first moved there, until I surrounded myself with people that I'd earned the trust of, I was immediately looked upon as filth. I was looked at as a dirty fucking Howley. A stupid Dirty fucking Howley. Now, I lived there long enough, and man, you get me around a bunch of local boys, and oh, cuz, you hear the pigeon come out, huh? But I didn't start there. I didn't start there. I had to earn it. I had to earn the right to live in Hawaii, because you know what? fuck man they deserve some mad respect so yeah I get what it feels like to be hated 
just for the color of your damn skin. You get it. And no one should ever have to suffer that. It feels like shit. So yeah, be angry. Go out there, protest. Let the government know exactly how you feel and make them make changes. Vote. Really vote. There should be a turnout this November like this nation has never fucking seen. Vote. Make a change. Now, I said I wasn't going to get political on this, and I'm not going to pick sides on the political, because you know what? If you want to vote for the orange turd burglar, then go vote for the orange turd burglar, because you know what? That's who you believe in. But get out there and vote. Don't let this nation be decided by the few. By the loud. Be the loud. Anyway. I've ranted enough and I gotta stop this because I'll just get stupid on it. Thanks for listening, guys. Aloha.